0: Another strange place, another town in need, and another job well done by us deliverers. We best keep ourselves humble, otherwise all this good work is gonna go right to our heads. But though the moose has been dealt with, there's still the matter of the reason why. What drove the moose to attack the folk and cause all this ruckus? What secrets does this elven temple hold? Let's find out on today's short quest, Long Rest.
1: Dreamer, you were able to recall that around the symbol for the half-moon uh, was the inscription Unlock the Tombs of the Half-Moon. Whereas around the inscription of the full moon, it read, Gaze upon your own face and have seven questions answered.
0: That's what it was. That's what the mirror's about.
1: So, with this giant clear gnomon in the center and the sliver of moon in the sky as I say sliver, probably about three quarters full this time of uh, the month casting its shadow stretching towards the three quarter moon symbol
0: oh, three quarter shadow, okay
1: Yeah, because the moon is in its three quarter phase the shadow of the gnomon is stretching towards the three-quarter moon symbol.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But there
1: is no inscription around that one.
2: Interesting. Is there an inscription on the other half moon and the new moon?
1: Nothing on the new moon. As for the half moons, both of them share the same inscription.
3: Tavini is having a look at the one that's being pointed to to see if there's any difference about it. And she's also going to bring out her water skin.
1: The tip of the Gnomon's shadow is resting across that moon. But looking around, you don't see anything that you would associate with the half moon, or with a a one-quarter moon. Uh, Nor is there any description around it. It seems to be purely marking the... uh, you know, the time of the month. I would say with how intelligent Tavini is, yeah, that she would probably work out that if that thing's shadow were to fall elsewhere, then maybe you might be able to get somewhere.
0: Oh.
3: Oh, so it needs to...
0: So maybe move your... only thing I can think of is move your lantern to shine that thing somewhere else. Like use it to adjust the shadow.
1: Is that something you want to try? Yep. Well, as you approach the gnomon through the glass, Dreamer and Felgren, you can distinctly see Tavini. Like it it warps her image some, Uh, but you also see that as she holds that lantern up, its shadow stretches opposite her to the west towards one of the half-moon symbols. Yet, at the same time, you can still distinctly see the shadow from the true moon is continuing to fall to the southeast towards that one-quarter moon symbol. So while she is able to create a shadow that touches the Mm half-moon, you are not certain if it is doing anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: Though you guys also don't have anyone... uh... Oh no, actually, let's see. Krelik. You have eyes on another tomb door past a couple of foxes who have their backs to you as they tear apart a rabbit. And it is as still and quiet as the door to the north that Rian had tried to shove open.
0: I think, uh, Rian's gonna try to take a look at this, uh, mirror.
2: I think Krolick's gonna step over these guys and take a look at this door.
1: Alright, we'll get to that door in a second. Rian, mm-hmm. you approach a mirror, And Mm -hmm. you're having to step delicately around goat droppings underfoot. And it's very much like a musty smell that you would associate with them. But you approach an oval mirror, seven feet tall and about half as wide, which is encircled by a decorative stone frame. It reflects back your image clearly in the darkness. You know, it is uh, you're only able to see in dark vision right now, so in grayscale, but doesn't seem anything particularly weird about it.
0: Hmm. But like, I think you look at the like, mirror and be like, ask. So much. Tell yourself seven questions. He like, just kind of not assuming nothing's going to happen. He like leads towards the mirror a little bit, and he's like, How do I open the door?
1: Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah,
0: I kind of figured. He'd be like, Well, I'm on ideas. <laughs>
1: It is interesting, though, as you're leaning forward, you can see that the decorative frame around this mirror, the inscriptions glow with this silvery, scintillating light, and it's almost like catching a glimpse of some deep sea creature briefly illuminating the darkness of the depths as it passes beneath a ship. There isn't enough light for the symbols to fully illuminate or to illuminate the chamber, but there's certainly a hint of magic in this. The light that you're seeing has this silvery color to it.
0: Hmm. I have an idea. I think he's gonna walk up out here and is- so Tavini when he walks out, is Tavini doing her little lantern thing, like trying to make it touch the other ones?
1: Yeah, she's
3: still trying to it out.
1: It's currently touching this symbol here on the far left, the half moon.
0: And the half moon says what again?
1: The half moons were for opening the tomb doors.
0: And the full moon is the one that says the t- "ask yourself seven questions" thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Be like, hey Tavini, like Boop. try something for me. Um, I see you moving the shadow around. Try, try pointing it up to the mirror one. The one that talks about uh, the the seven questions mirror thing. And then as, as he kind of gives her that, he kind of like scurries back towards the mirror. Okay. And just kind of sits there for a second looking at it.
1: All right. And uh, as you do that, Acrylic, you're standing in front of a very large stone door for several minutes as the trio of foxes behind you are between the three of them dragging away this half-eaten rabbit corpse. Just like away from the strange human that stepped over them while they were <laughs> distracted.
3: Yep, don't blame Nothing
1: him. happens to that big stone door. And to as the shadow shifts with your own movement around the circle, now stretching northward towards Dreamer, part of the gnomon's shadow actually falls across him. And again nothing happens the shadow cast by the moon itself is faint in the light of your lantern but still stretches to the southeast towards that one quarter symbol
0: oh gotcha so it's gotta be moonlight so nothing happens to the mirror on rian's side then
1: nothing happens to the mirror
0: okay anybody got any thoughts rian kind of wanders over and like leans up against the thing and he's like, I don't know what the hell to do with this thing. It just kind of puts his back on it and it's just, like, pointing with his thumb over his back. Mm. Have we looked to the north at all? Ah, uh, we haven't been up there yet, no.
1: No, you can see there's a statue standing on what appears to be a slight flat hill above you there, Dreamer. And you can catch a glimpse of some pillars to the east.
2: What's further up the north? Through this little walkway
1: further up north is the edge of the forest it appears to just be open icy ground
0: like uh miri yeah flap up a little bit see if uh see what's what's those pillars over there okay
1: she uh flies up and now at about 20 30 feet or so looking down she calls back i there's a big stone box
0: Big stone box, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: And there's some sort of structure to the northeast.
4: Huh. You say it's up here?
1: Yeah. the The building is on the other side of the hill. It's not very wide.
0: Um. How how high is this uh this little thingy? This little lip?
1: That little lip. Let me double check here. I forget.
0: Was it like ten feet? I think the other ones were. Yes. Okay. One say I'll uh. I think. Rian will try to scramble up there. Okay. He's, he's intrigued by this uh, big stone box thing.
1: You want to give me an athletics check?
0: Absolutely.
1: Eleven. Yeah. You know, it's it's icy, mm-hmm. and as you're stretching and jumping, you're just feeling snow under your hands, and you're actually scooping snow towards you and not making any progress. And you hear Miri above, there's steers on the northeast end.
0: Oh, Oh, that'll do it, then. Well, shit. You couldn't have said that a couple seconds ago.
1: You didn't ask.
0: (laughs) Look like an asshole now. Yeah, so I think he'll come around.
4: That's nothing
2: new. He's
0: like, well, you are kind of an asshole.
1: Rian, as you come around, you and Felgren see that there is a large stone gazebo with an unlit stone brazier in the center, a bowl about 20 inches in diameter.
0: What's all this, then? What do you think would happen if I lit it? I think we're about to find out.
4: He'll just throw a fireball in it. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Falkrin, when you get close enough to be able to set fire to the contents, you see within that the dish is full of snow and pine needles, that the winds have swept away from the gazebo's polished marble floor. It's like they've been sort of protected in the bowl of this. As you light the pine needles on fire, they hiss and they spit as that snow starts to rapidly melt. And then very quickly gutter out, and you're just left with a bowl of water. Well, that
0: was boring. He just kind of keeps walking
1: towards the stairs.
0: I'm like, well, we shouldn't give up on this one just yet. I think- No, uh, I'm bored with it. Okay, <laughs> well, you go ahead. One second. Um... I think, uh... Rian's sitting there and he's like, you know what? I saw Grin do this once. I wonder if I can do it. And he's going to try to, he's going to try to shape water and freeze the water that's in the bowl. And then uh, he's going to uh, essentially just try to scoop it out of there, like, just to
1: to make it dry in there. Alrighty. What I will ask is, first, uh, Tavini, are you following them or are you sticking with Dreamer?
3: Um, she'll wait for Dreamer. But, um, she will catch up. One streamer,
1: so kind of setting herself up to yep. keep an eye on them, and Rian. Mm-hmm. Or I should be asking Dane this. Yes. Do you want it to be difficult for Rian to shape water as it is a cantrip, from a from a narrative perspective? Um.
0: Yeah. I guess we could do it for the first time because he's never done it before, just for funsies.
1: Okay. Give me a Arcana check. Great at this. Uh-
4: 20. And that twenty. This was totally worth the net. All
1: right, I'm a wizard, Harry. <laughs> 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 so as you as you go to, you're you're reaching out with senses that you weren't quite aware that you had until your bond with Miri, and your life on the ocean has given you an intimate familiarity with water. So it. it doesn't come as surprising to you as you might have thought, when you're able to almost connect with the water within this bowl and feel its undulations as it sloshes back and forth, and even as some of it begins to freeze again in the bitter cold. And without even really thinking about it, with a flick of your hand, you're able to send that water flying out of the bowl, off to your right, and just splash across the ground, freezing midair into these very fat droplets that land in the snow. Huh. Whoa. That was awesome. I told you I could do it.
0: Beginner's luck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Miri comes over and sticks her head in the bowl. (laughs) Oh, it's pretty dry in here now.
0: But here's the thing. Now it's not wet. Maybe we can get some some, uh, leaves off these trees or something and dry them out. Throw them in there. And actually, he'll start going through his pack. I mean, I guess I could just throw a torch in there. Still got ten of those. Never used one. So I'm friggin', you know, I can see in the dark. So... Yeah, I think he'll do that. All I think right. he'll uh, take out a torch and his uh, his tinder box, and he'll spark it up and toss the torch inside the little uh, the little brazier. And like, I don't know if this is gonna do anything, All but right. I got I got no other b- better leads.
1: I mean, it it lights a very cheery fire in the stone. Well, it's worth the effort. The shadows of the uh, of the gazebo's pillars are now, like, shivering and shaking on the uh, the ground, mm-hmm. the snow around you. You know, yours and Miri's shadows and Krellix as he walks up. You know, they're cast out onto the snow. Hmm. But otherwise, it's just a flyer.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I think he'll be like, well, that's worth a shot. He's gonna start following Grin. But as he's doing so, he's, uh like, letting snow melt in his hand. He's, like, holding his hand out and letting the snow melt. And then when it melts, he keeps, like, forming it into things, like, tr- keeps trying out the cantrip, like, to, to get used to it. So he's, like, making little things at first. Like, first okay. he's just making, like, little, like, turning it into a ball of water and then turning it into whatever and then, like, trying to get creative with it and turning it into a little sword.
1: Miri briefly swoops past mm-hmm. you as you make it a sword and tries to <laughs> bite it out of your hand. Flies off with a bit of the ice in her jaws like... just crunching.
0: Like, I was using that, little missy.
1: All you hear is just this (sniffs) cackling giggle above. (laughs) Felgrin, as you are climbing to the top of this eastern berm, you see ahead of yourself a granite sarcophagus that rests in a half circle defined by five pillars of crystal. Hmm. At the top of each of the pillars... From north to south, they depict a twig, a pine cone, a flame, a feather, and a humanoid hand.
4: Uh-huh. Yes, of
0: course.
4: <laughs> now the question
0: is, is that for these things, or does that correspond with the little fire thing we just did? Up there, because those kind of have like little posts to them too. Very similar to that. Probably yep. worth exploring a little more. Uh, he's going to approach.
1: Okay. As you approach the top of the sarcophagus, is covered with several inches of snow that obscure any sort of inscription that might be on it.
4: <laughs> Time to be the dummy who touches the sarcophagus.
0: Atta boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's gonna start.
1: Roll me a Christmas nice. saving throw. I mean, wait a minute. Uh, no. What? <laughs> As you dust off the top of the pillar, you know, snow sloshing to either side, you know, slapping down onto the ground at your feet, it reveals an engraving of mm. a brazier, a very mm. familiar brazier, actually.
4: Interesting. Hmm. The brazier that was foretold. Uh, uh, Does it Does it say anything
1: It does not say anything There's just these five crystal pillars Each of them depicting a different item And then a inscription Of a Brazier on the sarcophagus's lid
4: So My first Instinct Is that we have to Find each of these And throw it in that and he points to the brazier. Huh. Well? Which is a bit concerning, because one of them is a hand. Huh. Well... Luckily, um. for me, it looks like a human hand. Huh.
2: <laughs> Your hands don't look any different.
4: Mm, he's a, he kind of wiggles the claws. A little different. In stone, they wouldn't... I'm a half elf. Uh, sorry. Sharp claws, not sharp. I'm, you see I'm the difference, streamer? You being the Authority on humans. Get rid of your nails. It looks like a regular hand. Touch my nails, and we'll have words. It sounds like we'll have more than words. Is all you have to <laughs> do. do, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So. <laughs> well. So Rian is the closest to a human. So sorry. <sighs> you know tough beat well um
5: does it have to be a person
4: it looks like a person's hand I mean it could just mean flesh
5: it could be
4: it seems odd for a hand it could be it could be all of those things you know plus a little a little burn maybe it doesn't have to you know
5: just a little little one hmm. there is also a body a. We could uh, test with
0: it's a good call I'd say we take a hoof there's no hoof up there the thing that that's true but okay so here's the thing that's got me a little confused is one of the actual things on the the pillars is a flame on top of the brazier flame I think like the, the first big... step
4: is you light it obviously you can't burn the things without lighting it right
0: so you think the middle—that's what I've the
4: middle no flame I, stands for—to no to actually this add is fire to it. I'm guessing. You know. That's good. Why don't I mean, we start with be. the? And we easy ones. Ones. Why don't we find a twig? And throw it in. See that's what a good happens. Call. On it.
0: We'll deal with the hand last. I think. I think uh, <laughs> yeah, Rian's already walking down the way towards the s- tree. I'll s- nice. supervise so we're right from next up here. To it. We just. He just kind <laughs> of stands over here. Sounds like a platinum. And looks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he'll look for the the the, the, no, fine, the pine cone and, and, and the twig one. since he's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I'll find whatever one I got damn well please.
1: <laughs> mutters
0: under his breath that he's far enough away. This fucking guy always telling me. I'm trying to act like he's in charge and shit.
1: Three, to be. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so far
3: away. Yeah,
0: can't you that. can't hear me from there.
3: Tarini has taken out her uh, her little journal and is just writing down and sketching everything from the the circle in the middle the statues all the way around the inscriptions everything that she's seen going through here seen and heard and she's going to write a little note at the bottom wondering if they're supposed to come back on the half moon and the full moon and then figuring out how many weeks it is until the, the half moon and then how many more until the full moon.
1: Yeah, judging on the uh, the phase of the moon, because you guys have been traveling through Icewind Dale for a while. And uh, you had been here at one time uh, on the uh, the full moon. or And on um, part of your adventures anyway. You're looking at, at this time, a three quarter full moon. Okay, so it's on the way to full. Yeah, you've got, you're have got you a week out from a full moon. Uh, Rian, you found some twigs. Yay! <laughs> Not very hard at the edge of a forest. You know, you managed to pull some down. And while you're looking, you also see a, uh, a few pine cones that have fallen into the snow. And recalling that one of the symbols was a pine cone... You pick up one of those to bring along with you to the brazier.
0: Sweet. Okay.
1: Are you lighting these? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to holler out to them. Be like, okay, I'm going to throw them in. Keep an eye on those things. Tell me what happens. Okay. Okay. And then uh, he'll uh, take the twig first and throw it in and kind of like wait to hear. Like if everybody says anything.
1: As you toss the twig in, nothing happens. No. Not not with the pillars, not with the brazier. I
0: told
4: you it wasn't good
0: enough. Hmm. What okay. Well right here. Uh so he knows the twig is the top little peg here. So he's gonna wander over to that little top peg and take another twig and just set it on top of the
1: These peg. are pillar so like these at- are pillars that lead to like the bit of a roof to the gazebo you're under.
0: Oh, okay. So there's a yeah, roof here. I uh, understand. Well, maybe understood. nothing
4: happens until okay. we well. do all of
0: them. Oh, good call. Well, actually, here, uh, he's gonna take the the. the, uh, the torch. I should say
1: the fire that you lit earlier. The torch is no, uh, it would still be burning. Uh, so actually, as the twig splashes down into the bottom of the bowl, the light of the torch very briefly flickers a silvery color.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, the this thing it uh, turned silver for a second when I when I burnt the twig. I think we're to something. Yep, I think he'll then throw the uh, the pine cone in also.
1: You get the the same slightly larger flicker of silvery light, almost uh, almost Ooh. like moonlight.
0: Okay, does anybody have a feather? He just
4: immediately looks at Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Do you have? I don't have a feather.
0: Can you su- Summon your bird and take a feather from it. Oh, that's I good. Don't... Or there were some... I think I saw some birds in there that flew out when we did a little thing. I bet you there might be some back in the place. I don't know if a magical
2: feather from a familiar will work.
4: It's a, a, feather's a feather is a feather. You're summoning it from somewhere, right?
0: Yeah. As they start arguing, not, he starts walking back It's not back a fake <laughs> bird.
4: It's just a magical bird. I ordered... It's also
2: not a bird. Korean... You can turn yourself into a bird and we can pluck a feather from you.
1: Much like you had recalled <laughs> as their argument fades into the distance yep, from that's you. He's
0: like, oh, Jesus Christ. You
1: could see that here in the darkness, uh, watching the party warily the whole time, and now watching the foxes with a very hungry gaze, is an owl perched atop the uh, top of one of these statues. And as it hears your boots sort of tapping on the stone behind it, its head turns 180 degrees around to glare balefully at you.
0: (laughs) And, like, oh boy. Uh, I'm going to quit. As he's sitting there, I'm going to look around around below him to see if there's any, like, uh, feathers that just have, like, around the ground or anything like that. Because he's kind of like gritting his teeth like I'm gonna have to tear out a a feather of this thing if there's nothing laying around.
1: Surprisingly here in the space where you know several animals have taken shelter including a few birds there are some scattered feathers lying about the bottom under the statue where this owl is though is this magnificent very large wing feather Mm -hmm. that's just like sitting at the base of that statue
0: I like kind of look at him And I, like, put my hands up and slowly walked towards. It's like, just gonna borrow that right there, buddy.
1: As you get within ten feet. Yeah. (laughs) The owl gives this very loud warning hiss. And you Um, see its feathers fluff up as it tries to make itself bigger.
0: Uh, I think, uh, Rian is going to, um... (laughs) This is so stupid. But, uh... Uh, You know what? Fuck it. I know what he's going to do. He's going to reach down and pick up a rock and just, like, wing it near it. Like, at the wall behind it. And just to, like, scare it off. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I'm not going to let... He's like, I'm not getting close enough for you to hit me and I don't want to kill you. So you're going to get the hell out of here. Like, uh, he's going to wing it past him type thing.
1: Yeah, so as, uh, as you bend to pick up a rock and chuck it at the owl... The rock sparks off the stone wall behind it. It silently swoops to the far end of the chamber towards the mirror and lands on the floor almost skidding to a halt where it kind of corrects its wings, folds them back in Mm -hmm. and twists that head around to watch you again. Very, very uh, angrily.
0: Yeah. They're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, I need this feather. It's for the greater good. And he reaches down, picks up the feather and, uh, the, the statue, re- <laughs> okay, this is really fucking reaching. statue doesn't happen to have a hand on it that I can see, does it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, all of these, uh, all of these statues of elves, they have mm-hmm. hands, and they have hands that are gripping stabs.
0: And how far are these ones? These ones aren't really, really far up in the air, are they? Like the other ones? No, are?
1: uh, indoors, the statues are about seven feet tall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, because that or it's his own goddamn hand, so he's going to give it a shot. I think he's going to walk up to that statue and, uh, like, kind of eye the hand and, like, take the butt of his sword and see if he can't, like, crack right at the wrist and try to, like, break the the hand of the the statue. These things are magical, aren't they? Didn't we, didn't we find magic radiating off these things? Yeah, you did. Mm, yeah. Fuck, I'm doing it. <laughs> It's that or my own hand. Like, that's all I can think of, is that I'm going to stick my hand in that fire. I don't want to, like, burn my own hand. Like, I don't think Rian's trying everything not to.
1: Surprisingly, as you Mm -hmm. strike your first blow against the statue,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: no magic harms you.
0: Yay! But... And you're able
1: to continue to work at it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It will take you several minutes to hack a hand free. And... I hope that you're doing it with the Dragon Slayer sword because it's magic. Because otherwise, you're gonna ruin your other sword.
0: Actually, I pro- I forgot that I had the pick that I took from. Uh, oh yep. The 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 cave. So I'm probably doing that, just just smacking right at that the wrist of the hand until I can get it like, uh, you know, good and chiseled, and then try to pry it off and bust it.
1: Yeah, uh, it takes it takes a bit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: about two or three minutes, but you are able to hack off this hand gripped around a section of the staff. You know, you have to, like, chip above the staff and below the staff. So you now have a disembodied hand at the wrist that seems to be gripping a cylinder that's broken.
0: Perfect. (laughs) He just kind of holds it. I think he's very full of himself right now. He's just like, he's like, I'm a goddamn genius. As for
1: (laughs) Dreamer, as you approach the brazier where, you know, you could see... The torch that Rian had put into it, continuing to burn, continuing to throw off shadows from the gazebo's pillars onto the snow, you lob a bit of magic in there, some fire, some produce flame, and as it strikes the torch, the fire kicks up, you know, this big old blaze, and very quickly burns away the torch by the time Rian gets there, it is starting to gutter out.
0: Huh. What happened to my fire? I tried something. Okay, well, I can't fault you for that. I, that's all I'm doing, too, so... There's no uh, way that's going I to I think since it... <laughs> He's like... Yes. Oh, does he see the hand that I'm carrying? He'll be like... Be like, you don't know that.
4: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, stay staying put.
0: Yeah, that's probably wise. Especially when the uh, ancient lich. fucking evil within that, yeah, lich inside that fucking sarcophagus yeah. wakes up.
1: So, before you toss in the the hand and the feather,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the pinecone and twig seem to have burned away. Are you are you mm-hmm. gathering more or are you just like, you know, YOLO tossing it in there?
0: I, at first, I'm going to just slide them in there and see what happens. Like, if there's any type of magic like that happens. And if nothing happens, then I'll just pull them out and then go grab another twig and whatever. And then I'll I'll probably be like, hey, if that's like, well, let's see what happens first. So if I if put, you, if the... you put if
1: you put the feather in there, it's gonna burn up like immediately. Put
3: the hand in first.
0: Oh, is there fire in there? Yeah. Still.
1: Yeah, there's there's still it's starting to gutter out. the The torch was briefly consumed by a produce flame spell, so it's not as okay. Uh, it's burned up a lot of fuel.
0: Okay, well, I I guess, yeah, throw the hand in and see what happens.
1: It's very strange because while while the statue depicts a humanoid hand in crystal, as the remaining flames lick at the stone statue's hand, you are seeing a faint shift to silver.
0: Well, I'll be damned. And then uh, I think he'll throw the feather in. Also, then he's like, "I think it's worked." Tavini runs
3: to grab a pine cone and a twig.
1: All right. And as Tavini adds her offerings before the pine cone or before the feather finishes burning away, though the fuel is consumed and the only thing that's left behind is that hand gripping its invisible c- or its uh, its cylinder, a silvery flame remains. Casting out its light, you know, shadows from the pair of you and the pillars standing around, and there's a great deal of heat and light spilling from this, about as much as you would expect from a campfire. And as they burn, am I the only one up there right now? Felgren, Miri, no, and
2: Krellick's up there. Krellick. Okay.
1: I would say I would say Tavini is down there because she assisted with the, you uh, know, mm-hmm. uh, tossing some stuff in. Those of you who are closest to the sarcophagus hear that lid slowly, agonizingly grinding to one side as it opens. Mm. And you're struck immediately by a scent. And strangely, it's not an unpleasant one.
4: I was about to say Hmm, daisies. Donuts. (laughs) Donuts.
1: (laughs) No, there is this very comforting smell. A bit like pumpkin spice or, you know, very, very earthy tones. And if you're close enough to peek in, you know, Velgren, you're tall. You can see over the lip of this sarcophagus. You can see a dried corpse in wrappings within its hands resting across its breast. Hmm. You could see hints of pointed ears. On either side of that head.
2: Hello, friends. Dreamer here. It's time to explore the world, but you just need a few supplies to get started. Our friends at RedTrapGames.com have what you need at a reasonable price. Whether you're an explorer or the guide for adventures, they carry dice, maps, minis, and even books to aid your adventure. If you use the code SQLR21 at checkout, you can get 10% off your purchase. That's more money to spend on potions. Or mechanical goldfish.
0: Did anything happen?
4: The like just staring
0: at it. The, the box opened! open!
1: staring at it.
0: Oh, oh shit, okay. I think he'll start making I think is going to have to get closer because he can't yes. see nothing.
4: Do you think it's alive? He moves next to it. <laughs>
1: Acrylic and Felgren. As you draw nearer, you see a finger twitch. Oh, dear God.
4: oh,
3: oh shit. shit! It's alive! It's alive!
1: And <laughs> sitting up very quickly and placing its the heel of its hand to its forehead as if you know, pain or uh, pushing back a headache. Sits a mummy.
2: Uh, uh, good, good, good morning. <sighs>
1: turns its head towards you very very agonizingly slow and you can see in those eye sockets beneath the bandages moonlight glinting in the eyes
0: oh <laughs> that's oh. not good <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. it starts to say something in a language that you don't understand but you you know it because you've been around you know civilized society long enough to recognize elvish
0: Sylvan, rip Dreamer, Let's see if you know what it's saying Yeah, he should be with us Me and him both came up
1: Dreamer, uh, as you draw closer You hear what this thing is asking Krellic, are you my liberators?
2: I will respond In elvish At the moment, yes Seems we are
1: Seems to accept That answer and starts to pull itself Out of the oh, sarcophagus oh, oh, sh- Nine hells you see the very slender and made more slumber because of just the desiccation of this corpse the bandages clinging to its body it's got multiple necklaces of silver done in very very intricate ancient elven design and they sort of clink and rattle off one another as it climbs out and then stretches its arms over its head as if it's been far too long in one position
2: what are we doing here dreamer May we have the pleasure of knowing
1: your name. It doesn't answer you immediately. Instead, it takes the time to really kind of, like, scan the edge of the forest. It looks over towards the gnomon in the center of the courtyard to the west, to the brazier burning to the north. It's been so long. Sorry you asked my name. I did. I'm Sanhar.
2: And, Sanhar, why were you trapped?
1: I died. And it looks back towards the tomb, and even with its face fixed, and, you know, there's no expression that changes. There's no flesh to make an expression. But even in its tone, uh, you can hear the discomfort as it glances back at the sarcophagus. And now, those of you who have come atop the berm are catching that scent of pumpkin spice, of earthy smells, and you realize it's whatever has been used to preserve this mummy grows much stronger as she exits her tomb.
0: Hmm. She must have died in the fall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too much Starbucks? Yeah, pumpkin spice. Fuck you. <laughs> ancient, Agreed. ancient Karens come back to oh life. Oh my god, no.
2: <laughs> Put her back. What have we done?
4: <laughs> Put her back in. Quick. <laughs> I want to see your manager.
5: No!
2: I think going to look at back and forth between
0: the mummy and Dreamer, like.
4: Yeah, that's fucking dude. That's like <laughs> doing is like ping-ponging between them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. I think everybody is just like okay, like hand on the sword. Like so welcome going to, going to the out? dreamer okay. show. Huh? We
2: seek to enter the tombs, but we have missed the phase of the moon. Do you know of another way?
1: And she turns and she looks very keenly at you. You are familiar with the magics of nature can you not call the moon
2: I there's a third level spell called moonbeam that I do not have
0: prepared yep that's what I, I was thinking that the whole time like I was like probably moonbeam would work really well with this but it's literally a oh, fucking no, it's, circle of moon that would fit over top of any of those little circles actually it's not third
2: it's second I don't have her prepared no matter what I could call the moon Tomorrow. You can always take a nap.
1: I don't know that time matters for me. You can do as you please here, this place. Be respectful of the dead. I is continuing to look around as if still getting its bearings. It hasn't seen this place in a very, very long time.
2: Does anyone have questions for the mummy?
1: Why were they here?
2: What was this place?
1: Gathering for people like you and I Temple of sorts Tomb for preserving our dead Does Dreamer translate this to the group?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to translate it on this one She's not going to go all crazy and try to kill all the townsfolk, is she? That's a
0: great question
5: Did she make the Dread White Moose attack those people?
2: I thought Felgrin said that the the druid
4: was in there.
0: Hmm.
4: Well, I mean yes. That's what the fox said, yes.
0: God damn it,
4: I was hoping he wouldn't. That wasn't a that wasn't a reference that needed to be made.
0: Shame on you. Yeah. Sometimes I take the low hanging flu flu fruit fenommel flaw flaw. Anyway. Is the old man having a stroke. Yep.
4: The, uh... <clears throat> the one I spoke to didn't mention this one.
5: Unless she is the druid?
4: But they said they were inside. Not out here. So, it's, it's possible. Yes. But that would mean that the one I spoke to is mistaken. A dreamer. Mm-hmm.
1: With your naturally high insight, you're watching as this mummy with those two pinpoints of moonlight in its eyes seemingly its head swinging to look at each person as they're speaking it takes you a bit to to pick up on it but it strikes you that she's following the conversation she can understand it
2: just doesn't speak it
4: or does she do you speak common?
1: better than you, I think
4: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) He <laughs> just kind of rubs his forehead oh. Well that makes this easier If not annoying
5: Then were you the one To ask the Dread white
1: moose To attack people I don't know of your moose
4: <laughs> He just kind of points
1: And she's coming To the edge of the berm Overlooking the gnomon And seeing the massive corpse Lying there at the uh the south end um oh, that. <laughs> no not my work i think you're the first i've spoken to in a few hundred years
4: quite a spell
1: why were you in the
5: tomb if well, that's where you place the dead dear but he, you are not
4: mm, sh- She's animated. She's definitely dead. Oh, oh. She's- she's, a she's dead. What's, uh, what's keep- what's having her up and talking is- is, uh, is definitely not life, but yes, it is- it is odd. Why did you- why are you able to be awakened? I think is a good question to ask, right?
1: She looks to the five pillars, each with their depiction of a twig, pine cone, flame, fire, and a hand, and to the distant shimmering light of the gazebo on the other side of the berm to the north. And after a moment, well, my people need guidance. And if there are no more elves here, seems I'll have to seek them out for guidance.
4: Just a few halves. He just kind of looks at me. Yeah, like one half. Yeah. Well, nine. Yeah, but I'm talking about combined. talking about myself as well. Your half elf? Eladrin. I don't. C- God bless you. It's a fae elf. Neither, oh. neither
1: drow. And she seems to be looking between Felgren and Rian very intently. <laughs>
4: no, no. Well, maybe him. Maybe him. I don't know. He's a little too pale.
0: I, yeah, I was going to say I don't. My I don't really have the complexion. I I don't know. I never met my father, so um, I don't know what type of is. My mom never talked about it much. But that seems kind of off topic for this <laughs> moment right now. Uh, well, talking I imagine to a mummy. she
4: doesn't. She doesn't like the. I think. Because most people don't. Because they're, well, assholes. Unless she the dislike
1: is would be an over complication. She nods at Rian's words. Once drow,
0: hey, okay,
1: sworn to Elessedil, you were a drow. I'm a moon elf, dear. Oh, 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 I oh.
0: think he leans into uh, Falgar Fel- and he's like, "What's that? Hmm?
4: What's a moon elf? I don't know what a moon elf." I is. don't know. Oh, okay. Good. Well, okay. no, I think I've
0: heard of them. I d- I, yeah, this is a new one. To I've
4: me. never met one. Right. She can probably hear us. Yeah, most likely. But,
0: oh yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. You're right. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, She's looking at us now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she is indeed looking at you. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: need to whisper more quietly. I thought this was pretty good. Anyways, um, <laughs> what's a what's a moon elf? I'm not familiar with a moon elf. I'm not really familiar with elves, really. Honestly, like I said, my mother's human, and I never really grew up around them. I don't even speak elvish.
1: The elves you would know in the day are most likely elves associated with the sun. They were a distinct culture, but some of our number came from the drow. A few of us broke off because they weren't accepted as readily into our society as one might hope.
4: Well, if you think about it, it makes sense, right?
1: We came here and Dedicated a space to the goddess that had liberated those among us that were from the Underdark, Elastrei.
0: Interesting. So, who put you here? Did you know that? You said you died. But do you know who would have entombed you here to be, and set you up to be reawakened like this?
1: Not specifically. Maybe the other priestesses, bound and preserved for... An instance where we might be needed.
4: Let's get to the middle of the shrubbery maze. Can you open the tube, or tell us how? Is it is it only moonlight?
1: Unless you're going to try to break through Ensorceled stone.
4: Seems mm. like a poor idea. Hey,
1: moonlight it is.
0: <sighs> Great. I don't know his. Oh no, it's it's that's not Mithril. I was going to say shit. It's only silver. Would that
2: flame over there work?
1: What about it?
2: Is the flame not burning
4: silver right now? Hey, does that count
2: as like no, moonlight?
1: It's, it's continuing. This is continuing to burn silver in the brazier.
4: hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he's asking if that's considered
0: moonlight. Yeah, if that would like double as moonlight.
1: Probably that, not. You can try it. That is new to me. <laughs> it's not here when I lived.
0: I. Makes sense. She said that she didn't know who did this to her, so
4: Okay. Well it could be moonlight, it could be just dust. I've seen it
0: with like prestidigitation. you know. That's true, that's true. Um so the one of the things we had to do here to, to get it was to to put a human hand in in the burning. Does that sound like something that normally your your uh, druid friends would be doing? She's throwing human hands and fires and whatnot.
1: She looks from each of the pillars and then to each of you who gave up their hand?
0: <laughs> he holds up both his hands just he's got a smile but like oh it was someone else's hand trust me. He harvested it from a statue.
4: Wrap me out. So, well it's curious. <laughs> I want to know what it means if it <laughs> means anything.
1: For the first time in that you know very very difficult to read face because you know obviously I keep saying there's no flesh there mm-hmm. to form expressions but you do see a smile a big almost rictus grin Ooh, see? that take... is unnerving oh. though from her voice you can probably tell that she's not trying to be unnerving
4: mm-hmm.
1: I imagine if you would placed a flesh hand in there you might have had a different experience
0: I'm sure. Probably gonna burn my goddamn hand off.
1: The test, mm. then.
0: The test? A test to see if it'll burn a hand off? That doesn't she shakes her head. I was gonna and say. And
1: just stares at you, Ryan.
0: Okay. What type of test you're looking for?
1: You've already taken it and passed.
0: Oh, I see. Mm. The test Read was... Read into
1: your own actions.
0: Gotcha. Not, uh, understood. Sorry, I wasn't following you there for a second. But, uh... Same used to people to test us. (laughs) True.
4: (laughs) Maybe we could light a torch with it? Try that? Sounds good to me. If not, I think we're here for the night with a a mummy. No offense, this is new to me.
1: She laces her fingers together over her stomach and just stands there imperiously.
0: Anyway. Hey, well, um, I'm sure we'll be back to talk. But, uh, yeah, we're going to attempt to get this thing open. Is there anything we can get for you? Like, I uh, you thirsty? Spot B- bottle of water? I was going to say, maybe, uh, I-, I have some rations. Are you hungry? Seems like if you've been sleeping for, like, a hundred years or so, you might be famished.
1: <laughs> I, I have a berry. I want for nothing. Take, but I will accompany you. Okay.
0: More the merrier. He kind of shivers a little bit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the more the creepier.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Um, you were around a very long time ago, yes? Yes. Uh, were
1: you familiar with, uh, with Oriel? The Frost Maiden. Y- yes. I'm no more familiar than I would be with any of the other pantheons. So, the permanent
5: dark sky. Is it permanent? I've only just y- woken up.
1: Yes. She looks curiously at the stars above. We think she is the responsible. Perhaps. She stands at the top of the stairs leading down from the berm, and after wavering a moment, starts to painstakingly descend them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Just so slow.
0: If you want to just jump off there, I can feather fall yeah. Like that looks. That looks painful. got so to, be... to be gentle on
2: Grandma's knees.
0: I I think Rian, after seeing her go like halfway down, would kind of come over and be like, here, give give me your hand. I'll I'll help you a little bit.
1: She reaches out and places her fingers lightly into yours. It's a very slender hand, Mm -hmm. partially because there's no flesh on it. You're just feeling bone and cloth Mm -hmm. and a bit of dust crumbling into your palm. (laughs) And partially because you could tell this person in life would have had a very slender build. And as she reaches the bottom of the steps She gives you a, a grateful squeeze Of the hand
0: Aw oh, shucks I think uh, I think you. I finally found uh, Rian's bow uh, <laughs> oh. yeah. Not the crazy tavern oh, lady But that's this horrifying. undead mummy
1: Snar Comes over to the The brazier Where moonlight is spilling out and she casts a glance at the stairs leading up the gazebo and then, again, sort of laces her fingers in front of her stomach and stands there in a posture that betrays patience.
0: hmm
1: You know, sort of wisdom, maybe even a touch of arrogance.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, Rian will pull his torch out and stick it in the, the moonlight fire. Or the fire, calling it moonlight fire and hoping it's moonlight fire, but...
4: Maybe if we say it enough, she'll start believing it. There you go.
0: <laughs> We're going to manifest it's like the secret. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, yeah. So he's going to get his torch all <laughs> doused in, in silver flame.
1: You plunge your unlit torch into the silvery flame, take it out of the brazier, and it is unburnt.
0: It's unburnt?
1: It's unburnt. There's still heat and light and obvious flames coming out of this brazier, but they have a color, uh, a hint of moonlight in them now. And it's strange because you can see into the bottom of the bowl and at the base of those flames, the only bit of fuel remaining that you had tossed in there is that stone hand.
0: Nice.
1: Everything else has been burnt away.
0: Um, but my, my torch didn't catch or it did catch.
1: Your torch did not catch.
0: Interesting.
1: Hmm. Mm.
2: Felgren. Hmm? Can't can't you move things with a little hand?
4: mm yes, why? Can it lift up that burning hand right now? Is the hand on fire? Ooh, that's the The hand a good is question. certainly
1: certainly in the brazier. It's it's hard to tell because it's consumed in flame.
4: Now is it uh is it uh, less than ten pounds?
1: Yeah, it'd be less than ten pounds.
4: Well then he'll uh It's like nine point eight kind of flick his wrist and uh, summon the, the mage hand
1: alright as soon pl-
4: <laughs> pluck it up with two with one finger and a thumb Like whoop.
1: Just so as the mage hand starts to lift this humanoid stone fist out of the bowl as soon as it is out of the brazier the light immediately gutters out and just as quickly Sanar collapses in a, in a dry heap on the ground Oh, dear. Oh,
4: shit. <laughs> he drops it.
1: Uh, it clangs down and sort of bounces around in the bottom of the bowl before coming to a stop, but it doesn't reignite.
4: Oh,
0: mine hells. Someone else is going oh. to get a fucking feather from that owl. It's going to fucking have its way with me if I go that way.
4: Dreamer, go get the feather.
3: <laughs> Tavini, uh... Tavini, <laughs> uh... Tavini, like, gets out a blanket and, like, lays it on the ground and gently, like, move Sen com- like tries to move her very gently onto the blanket
1: yeah she is very very easy to move you know uh tall and slender though she is weighs hardly more than a child all dry and dusty
3: trying not to like damage her at all
1: you can also you could also distantly hear that now that the flames are no longer uh, burning in the brazier. You could hear the grinding of stone atop uh, the bird.
0: Oh, fucking closed. Never mind. Okay, like well, he'll uh, Reno go gather up. Uh, um, he'll he'll spark up his torch again as he walks over to the tree, and to pick up some pine cones and, and twigs again.
1: Okay, and you know, heading back into the tomb, you do manage to find a couple of, uh, feathers lying around on the ground. Dreamer, you also see. The owl that Rian seems to be complaining about is perched atop a statue to the north of the chamber now. And as it sees you, it floofs up to make itself look bigger and gives <laughs> this low hiss through a parted beak.
2: I'll point my finger at it, like, don't give me that.
0: <laughs> you want some, mate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what?
0: You fucking what, mate? <laughs> you fucking what? Dreamer also
2: puffs up as well. In a way. <laughs> just points at the owl.
0: Come at me, bruv.
1: The owl... Roll me an animal, animal handling check.
0: <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> hey
1: 16. 16.
2: 16. Not bad.
1: So as Ooh. you make yourself look bigger and continue to point at this owl... Puffs up even bigger, if it could before, and starts shifting from foot to foot, looking very, very angry, and then suddenly it breaks eye contact with you and goes swooping out the open entrance to the tomb. That's right. And it wings its way into the forest.
2: And attacks Rhea. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, I'll take my feathers back to the brazier. Yep. When he gets back, they're like, Okay. I think we got it this time. I guess we're we're not moving that hand. And, uh... We'll have to figure something out. Is the
5: hand damaged?
0: I don't think so. I think he holds, like, reaches in there and kind of holds up the the stone hand. It's still good, right?
1: The hand's good. Alright. Hasn't been burned. It's got a bit of charring on the outside, but it's made of marble. So it's more just like the leftover dust and residue of the... Other fuel items that it burnt in there. Yeah, just like the ash. So
2: it hasn't oh, wow. lost any mass.
1: It hasn't lost any mass.
2: Cool. Wow.
3: Sweet.
1: Dreamer, as you toss the feather in there, and you know uh, Rian's new twigs and pine cones go in. Who's doing the the final touch of lighting this thing again?
0: Say so anybody can. I got I got my torch out, but anybody can ma- magic it if they want. Can I use my druid craft to light? A small campfire? I mean, yeah. it,
4: it, it, if anything, I can firebolt
0: it. True. Sure. Yeah, and I, we got a million different ways of laying up.
1: Dreamer, as you reach out and pluck one of the twigs up between your thumb and forefinger, with a whisper, the end of it catches a light, and you're able to put it back into the, uh, the rest of the bowl, where very quickly the fuel... Is consumed and it starts to glow that same silvery color again even as now that you're standing over it you see the twigs and the feather get consumed in an instant and the pinecone takes a bit longer as soon as it's lit, Sanar the mummy rises again and starts to pick herself up out of the snow seemingly no worse for the wear and you hear the distant grinding of that tomb reopening to the south of you on the berm.
0: Oh, there you are. Oh, sorry about that. So, uh, apparently, if we take anything back out of the brazier, you collapse again, and uh, so you're, we're going to figure something else out about that.
4: Well, it seems like we're waiting. Right? He,
5: yes. It also might mean that if a f- flesh hand was in the fire it would burn
0: oh that's a good call if it had burned up you couldn't take it out that's a good call
5: yes and if it was living it would be endurance Mm -hmm.
4: I think you would have had to keep it in there for as long as you wanted to speak with her
0: oh I see what you're saying oh my goodness you would have
4: had to yes keep your hand in and if you took
0: it out she crumbles. wonder what happens if you leave it in there until it's completely consumed. would be impressive. or horrible. I'm just saying, maybe if we found a hand, like like a dead hand.
5: This is how it lasts forever. Yeah,
0: either way, it's not important. Just uh, <laughs> turn to Sonar and be like, uh, yeah, so don't take that hand out of there. You may want to lock this up or something at some point, so somebody doesn't wander in and just... Snag it out.
1: Thank you for the warning. Eh, no problem. You say you're spending the night.
0: Um, it's looking that way. If we're going to try to get into this uh tomb, I to need a moonlight spell, and unfortunately,
4: apparently, Dreamer needs a night to make friends with the moon, or whatever he does. Aye.
1: Then we will camp together, and you will tell me of the modern day.
2: I. I. I have a question, though.
1: You seem to have many.
2: Mm-hmm, he does. Do... How many members were
4: there? Felgen, weren't you given a name? Hmm? A name? Oh, yes. the druid inside? Yes. What was her name, <laughs> Ra- Ra-
1: Ravison.
4: Rav- Ravison? Ravison. Ravison was her name, I think. Or their name.
1: That is not a name I know.
4: After your time?
1: Must be. Our numbers were always small.
4: Well, apparently she's not very nice.
1: And she is responsible for your, uh, moose? Mm-hmm.
4: According to a friend.
0: That's what we were told. It was a murderous moose. Aye, murderous moose. A man-eating murderous moose. A malicious man-eating moose. Anybody else want to get on this? <laughs> <laughs> Ma- massive? A malignant,
1: malicious, man-eating There go. Moose. A malignant,
0: massive, malicious, man-eating moose.
1: <laughs> a massive... Malignant murderous man-eating moose like one of
0: those tongue twisters Yeah. Monstrous? There you go. A yeah. mam- good one. A
1: mammoth, mammalian male- <laughs> <laughs> Malevolent.
0: Oh, it's a good one murderous <laughs> too. Murderous
1: man-eating moose.
4: Man-eating moose of the moon temple. Yeah, okay Anywho. Well, that was fun.
1: Of the mummy's
3: m- moon temple. Oh of the
0: mummy's moon temple. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> we're done Okay <laughs> You said this... bridge is actually getting off... Giving off fire, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. actually... It's very comfortable... Uh... And even warm... Where yeah. you are right now.
0: Perfect. Might as well set up right here, then.
1: Yeah. Sounds like All a right. So... Not heading... Into the shelter of the tomb... Camping out here... At the, uh... Yeah.
0: If it's comfy. Might as well.
1: Edge of the berm and the wood. Alright. Yeah.
0: I have a feeling that, uh... Just in case... Miss, uh, Druid decides to attack our sleep... better out here than in there
1: so you all set up your sleeping bags around the marble platform of the gazebo around the silvery flames there's enough heat being thrown off that the snow nearest the base of the brazier is starting to melt and you're seeing hints of dead grass beneath and bare earth the woods are silent as they've always been here in the uh, you know perpetual night caused by arl except for the distant hooting of an owl and ever so faintly to the north of you the scream of a rabbit which abruptly cuts out
4: mm, and got another one